Hello, this is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman here on Technology Expresso. And the new series we're starting is called Everyday Agile and Uncommon Sense. Agile is an approach to software development and design. And in particular, in the software development industry, everything is about doing things fast. Everything's moving fast. It's like working on a moving target every day. And that's simply because technology is speeding everything up. People's expectations now, they want everything real time. They don't have to wait for things. You know, a, a prime example is when it comes to telephones. Every now and then when I'm with other people that I grew up with in my age group, we go down that memory lane. And one of the things we like to talk about is what if we didn't have our cell phones? What if we didn't have our mobile phones? Remember what it was like when, when you left the house, then you didn't have a phone in hand in your pocketbook. When you jumped in the car, wherever you were going, your destination, you didn't have a way to call friends and say, I'm running late or to run your GPS to navigate you to a certain location, um, or even look to your phone to tell you what's in the surrounding areas. So we didn't ride around with the internet on our hip, let alone being able to communicate with people. And for some young people, that might blow their mind. What did you do in emergency situations? How did you get a hold of people? Well, you know, again, reminiscing, if you were in the car and you were lost or didn't know where you were going, you found a gas station, and if the people in the gas station didn't, couldn't steer you in the right direction, you went to a payphone. Of course, they're going to ask, what is that? Where you literally put money in this box and you could make a phone call, <laughs> a payphone. So all that to say that... Once it was just a novelty to have a phone, now our phones are actually computers. And now we find ourselves fiending for the latest model of the phone. And that's just an example of every time you go to the AT&T store or to T-Mobile or Sprint and, or you're looking at a commercial on television, they're telling you about a new model that's coming out. As a matter of fact, uh, there's a lot of talk right now that Apple is almost forcing people to purchase the new model. They're sending out code that actually jams up your phone and disables some of the features, which forces you to either go to them to get it repaired. And they're more than happy to tell you that it can't be repaired. So you've got to buy the latest model. Now, that all was part of my explanation about Agile. In our industry, we're not like a lot of other industries where you plan and design and then you build and you deliver. And as long as you follow the plan, follow the design, the blueprint or the specs, then everybody signs off. You built it as planned. Literally, as we're building it, like I said before, 
what the users need and want is a moving target. So just imagine you work at a company like an AT&T or a Sprint and they're designing a new phone. And just like we do, you sit at home and you, you look at the competition, a, a commercial from the competition talking about a feature. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to run back and go to your designers and says, we need to add this feature because our competition has this feature. And as a matter of fact, we need to one-up them and make ours do this extra thing. That's a lot of the mindset of software. There's so many possibilities. And keep in mind that all of these possibilities are new territory. It's almost like whatever that you can dream up or think of, there's a programmer somewhere that will tell you, yeah, we can do that. So now people who help design and define the specification and requirements for the software, they're getting a little bit greedy. I have to admit, they want it all and they want it fast and they want to change their mind even as you're building it. And as soon as you deliver it, they want more. So those in the IT industry that help write software, there's a bit of a dilemma and a bit of a back and forth between the people that help design it and the people who are building it. It's a constant treadmill and we're always trying to run and keep up. And all of that said, Agile, the whole approach to writing software is meant to be quite different from how we've done software for the last 30 years. The previous way was often referred to as waterfall or even iterative, but Agile's concept is that you know things are going to change fast, so build small pieces, small increments, things that are important right now, what we call high-value items, Build those sooner, get those to the customer, get their reaction, and then prioritize what's the next most important things. So you deliver these small increments. And in between those small increments, if you discover something new, then when you go to plan the next two weeks, you can scrap your whole blueprint if you want to. You can start over, especially if you find you're going in the wrong direction. Now, Tell me what other industry is like that. Certainly factories, you know what you're going to build and you're going to build the same thing over and over. You might have little customizations here or there, but again, in IT, we're often exploring new territory, going in directions no one has gone. And companies find that these new and different directions or would strategically make them different from their competitors. So I say all that again to kind of give you a context about Agile. Now Agile has some wonderful aspects. Um, I've been a part of the Agile community for over 14 years, practicing, doing projects, seeing it very successful. However, now watching others adopt it at a fast rate. They've heard about some of these success stories. They know everybody else is doing so. Everybody's jumping on agile. Now, the one thing that 
I will say is that more than the more I see people adapting and leaning toward and embracing agile, I'm beginning to think that people have forgotten common sense. And I know that that sounds ironic. We're talking about building software. So what does common sense have to do with it? But literally, people are setting expectations for things that are impossible, that aren't practical, and aren't realistic. So literally, I want to say, but use common sense. Agile is one thing, but you can't ignore common sense just because you read a book or you saw a YouTube video or you heard from someone that in Agile, you do things this way or you do things that way or Agile says or if you're true Agile, you've got to do this or you've got to do that. Well, never was Agile meant for you to throw common sense out. So let's just do a gut check on what is Agile. Agile that we know, what I call Big A Agile, was based on a manifesto. A group of people happened to be at a ski lodge, probably drinking a lot of beer, but nonetheless, they were software developers frustrated with the waterfall approach and said, look, we need to strip away all of these processes and procedure and get back to what's really important in software delivery. So that manifesto basically distills it down to focus on customer collaboration, focus on individuals and interaction, so the people. Know that you're, you have to respond to change and always focus on working quality software. So that in itself is really kind of some common sense. Of course, we should focus on the customer. Why wouldn't we focus on individuals and interactions? Why be rigid? Why not respond to change? And again, we're talking about IT, software development. Why isn't the focus working software? Well, I can tell you, again, people got so caught up moving fast. And it wasn't just because they're not professionals or smart people. Some of it also was because from the top down, they were pushing and there was pressure and there was deadlines. And so people start throwing caution to the wind and saying, let's just move really fast. Let's make unrealistic promises. And then if things don't go right, we'll blame it. We'll find someone to blame. We'll point fingers. We'll build stuff knowing that we're sacrificing quality. Those were the types of things that caused the group that created the manifesto to say, let's get back to basics. Now, a prime example of where people stop using common sense. One in, in general that has long been an Achilles heel and a, just a bad myth about Agile is that Agile represented no documentation. Now, I literally read you the Agile Manifesto. 
So never did you hear me say no documentation. And that goes back to common sense. How can you build something with no documentation? Now, what I will say and wholeheartedly support is that Agile endorses lean documentation. Lean documentation. We used to, I I joked and and used to say that it felt like we got paid by the pound because we created these huge documents. And by we, I'm also, I'm referring specifically to the business analysts. We're the ones who are the liaisons between the programmers and the business. And we write and capture what it is we're trying to create. We'll translate that into more of facilitating and the capturing part is less about documentation. Now, if we agree to something and we, I scribble it up on a whiteboard and take a picture of it, then it's captured. I can attach it to a request in our tool. It's captured. We can refer back to it. So it's not just about the documentation, but again, lean, keep it simple. Now, that doesn't mean that there's no documentation. And then the second part of that, where I want to emphasize the common sense part, is that some people think that you can have lean documentation. You can go from having robust documentation or just a group of templates and um, documents and formal protocols and signatures and snap your finger and all of a sudden not have any documentation and then continue with business as usual. This is where the common sense gets lost because the bottom line is, is if you're going to have lean documentation, the whole intent of agile is to have more face-to-face or live communications. And I'm, I'm saying that caveat of live communication because you can be live and using technology, talking view, web conferences or video cameras. That's still acceptable. But that's still a way of talking through what your lean documentation represents. Agile even has a very concise format known as the user story is how you document things you need to talk about. Yes, that's exactly what a user story is for. It's a placeholder for a future conversation. The user story isn't a requirements. It doesn't replace a requirements document. There's a lot of conversations that have to go with each and every user story. But what you do is you create that small, lean placeholder and you don't talk about the details until you've prioritized the user stories and your user story is, or that particular user story is designated for the next two weeks. At that point, then you have the deeper conversation. You do the deep dive and the research. So that's just laying the foundation for those of you who heard about Agile 
And again, as I refer to the everyday agile, that whole aspect that I just talked about, about building software and everything changing and moving faster, it applies to everything we do. You could be a homemaker. And all when I look at, quote unquote, stay at home moms and dads, and I look at how complex and how fast paced their lives are, whether it's getting someone to soccer practice and someone left something that you have to drop off at the school, keeping the house in order, making sure everyone gets where they need to go, having meals prepared, doing homework, getting everyone in bed, staying safe, doing maintenance around the house. It's never a dull moment. So every day, we're moving at this fast and hectic pace. And one of the things, one of our mantras in Agile, is that you can't do it all. So what do you have to do? You have to prioritize. That's where the everyday Agile comes in. There's the concept of, we talk about how do you swallow an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time. That's the way we approach the the software and software development. You're not going to be able to build it all. The build it all kind of mentality is what we call the big bang. But taking small increments, high value pieces, and delivering those in increments. Every day, we're making millions of decisions and prioritizing on the fly. We have to apply that same common sense, whether it's running a home, being a homemaker, or whether it's building software. Why should we throw out the window the concept that you cannot have it all? Why do people in positions in IT, especially those of authority or that have a a title around product owner, feel like they can demand, I want it all, and not have to consider either you're going to sacrifice quality, you're going to affect your deadline, or it's going to cost you extra money. And any other industry, and I I love to use, as you know from our our, our show, um, that I love to use the analogy of when you're building or buying or refurbishing a house. You couldn't go to a handyman and just suddenly add requirements and tell them, I'm not going to pay you more. I don't want you to, I still want you to meet our original deadline And I know it's going to cost you extra resources and labor, but that's not my problem. But we allow that type of nonsense to still go on in IT. So that's in a nutshell my intro to what I call everyday agile and uncommon sense. Let's get back to basics. And let's start setting realistic expectations in IT. We've burned out way too many good, 
talented people and ran them out of this industry with utter nonsense. That's my opinion and I'm sticking to it. Join me on my next episode. Every day we'll do Tiny Sips, Tiny STEM Information Podcast, sharing other points about everyday agile and uncommon sense. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Talk to you soon. You have been listening to Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. For a full list of our broadcast archives, social media handles, contact information, and upcoming shows, visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com.net and .org. Call our event hotline 855-484-6837 for a list of STEM-related events in various states across the country. That's 855-484-6837. Your feedback is important to us. Send us an email through our website or directly to technologyexpresso at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and remember to listen, learn, leverage, launch.